Welcome to PDPW's podcast. Here's Bill Baker. We are all guests on this planet and everyone is welcome. This week's PDPW podcast is all about being hospitable. As we hear from Tom Thibodeau, hospitality has changed through the years. Hospitality, a wonderful gift that we should be giving each other every day. Here's Tom Thibodeau with this week's PDPW podcast on hospitality. Bill, one of the cornerstones of, of all of our lives is hospitality. Hospitality comes from a Greek word meaning hospice, which means make space for the guest. Uh, so when you spend time in a hospital, uh, you're a guest, uh, you're a, a patient. A patient comes from two Latin words, uh, means patio, which means to suffer. But you're treated as a guest. We are guests in each other's lives. Our children are guests in our lives. They, they, they enter into our lives. We give them opportunities for education. We take care of them, and then they move on. Um, and then they come back, and then they move on. Uh, for those of you who are listening who have older children, the average age of which a child leaves the home right now is 28 years of age. Well, it's very difficult to get a new start. Uh, you go on into your 20s and you start a job and the price of insurance and housing. So people are staying longer in their own homes where they feel welcome. Hospitality is the oasis from hostility. We all need places of welcome when, where we are gathered in. Uh, it's amazing, isn't it, that when we find public spaces, oftentimes you find those kind of places at, at, at fraternal Groups like the VFW, you're welcomed in. Our church basements, you're welcomed in. The public library, you're welcomed in. All these places that provide hospitality provide an oasis from hostility. We've seen this over and over again in the last month where people from Ukraine, mothers and children fleeing um, what's war, and then the hospitality of people from Moldova and Romania and Poland who come to the borders and take families in. People who have no place to go, please, you're welcome to stay with us. Hospitality, all of us, our families came oftentimes in Steerage and came through Ellis Island or other places. and People welcomed us in. In some places, we did not feel all that welcome. But hospitality is a great gift that we extend to the stranger. Isn't it interesting how many times we talk about the hospitality industry, where we go and we're welcomed into a restaurant, welcomed into a hotel, welcomed into a sporting event or a musical venue, all those places where we feel welcome. Uh, businesses talk a great deal about customer service, but what's customer service if it isn't that wonderful gift of hospitality. Make yourself the home. We really enjoy your being here. Uh, the greatest companies in the world that provide service are known for their hospitality. Uh, the Ritz-Carlton uh, companies and organizations go to the Ritz-Carlton for their conferences just so that they can observe the service, the level of hospitality that people extend to one another. I one time had a chance to go to a Ritz-Carlton, and I said to the woman who was taking care of me that evening for dinner, and I said, is it true that you begin every single shift with the phrase, we are ladies and gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen? 
Oh, yes, sir. We, we, we say that religiously. Sometimes even in the middle of a shift, when things are busy, our manager will call us together and we remember, okay, now we are ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. And the stories are legendary as to what happens at the Ritz-Carlton. There's a story of a gentleman who comes into Ritz-Carlton and he's all flustered and it's 8 o'clock in the morning. And he says, is there a, a, a men's shop in the hotel? Is there a men's shop open on the street? I need to get a tie. Gentleman behind the desk says, "No, sir. Um, the gift shop's not open, and there's no um, men's shops open till after ten. Um, why don't you sit down and have a cup of coffee? I don't need a cup of coffee," he said in a very irate voice. "I need a tie. I told you that I need a tie. I got a very important interview coming up here, and I looked my suitcase and I forgot to pack a tie." The gentleman said, "Why don't you have a cup of coffee? I don't want a cup of coffee, sir." If you sit down and have a cup of coffee, I'll make sure I get you a tie. So the man kind of quiets down. The gentleman gets him a cup of coffee. And then he goes into the back office where there's other managers and said, uh, gentlemen, give me your ties. And everybody takes off their ties and he places them over his arm and he goes out and he says to the gentleman who's sitting there with a cup of coffee, oh, sir, which of these ties would you like? And he says, wow, he says, uh, that red and blue one. Oh, he said, sir, that's a good choice. It'll go very nice with the suit that you have on here today. So the gentleman puts down his cup of coffee, and he puts on a tie. And then he looks up in a very sheepish way and said, uh, I'm sorry for my rude behavior. What's more, he said, I, I didn't even stay at your hotel last night. And the gentleman smiled and said, yes, I know that. But maybe the next time you will. On common sense of hospitality, Make space in your life for the stranger. And I dare say we've all had those kinds of situations. If you've been traveling and your car has problems and you have to go to a local mechanic in a town that you've never been to before, and people kind of make space in their day and said, what can I do to help you? How many times have we seen this taking place over the last year because of the pandemic? People have been perfectly healthy, having to be taken into the hospital, taken into a healthcare system where maybe they'd never been before. And there's an extraordinary level of hospitality from the doctors and the nurses, from people in dietary and admitting, making space for the stranger. Think about the number of emergency rooms who each and every night make space for the stranger, people who have been injured or who are in need of immediate care. Hospitality is a great gift we give not only to ourselves, but to our communities. In fact, there are communities that we recognize as being hospitable places, places that we would like to visit, places that welcome in the guests. I think we hear of Branson, Missouri, where every time you go to Branson and on the streets, everyone is welcome, no questions asked. The great gift of hospitality, well, how do we learn it? Well, most of us learn hospitality in our own homes. We grew up in families and parents who grew up through the Great Depression, and they didn't have very much, and so they had to rely upon each other. I remember growing up in a family of six. My mother always had a little bit of leftovers just in case somebody would stop by to visit, and oftentimes people did just drop in to visit. There wasn't all these appointments. We weren't struggling on our calendar to see when our neighbors or our friends were going to come over. People would just stop and visit. And I remember our family doing the same thing, stopping in to visit. And the 
and the parents would start playing cards and, of course, be drinking cheap beer, and the kids would be given a Kool-Aid, red dye number five, which explains a lot about my generation. But it was Kool-Aid and potato chips, then pretty soon maybe they'd make some hot dogs, and they didn't care if they had buns or not. A piece of bread would be just good enough, and hot dogs and uh, a piece of bread with some potato chips and some Kool-Aid. But more importantly, you felt welcome. Hospitality, making space for the guest, families gathered with each other and found this deep level of connection. Now we find ourselves so separate, so afraid sometimes to even stop and to see somebody. Oh, I might be bothering them. Well, most of the time, all you're asking them to do is turn off their television and engage in a conversation. Hospitality that was shown around kitchen tables. Hospitality that was rediscovered during COVID when we couldn't go out we rediscovered how good it was to make space for each other at the evening meal or on Sunday dinner. Hospitality. My mother taught me about hospitality. People were always welcomed at my mother's house. When my mother died, my brother had the opportunity to speak at her funeral. When we gathered for her funeral, my brother said, Mother was always hospitable. You were always welcomed at mother's house. When I was growing up, it was not unusual that my mother would have bologna sandwiches or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and there'd be cold water or lemonade, again, Kool-Aid in the backyard, and kids from all over the neighborhood would stop by and have a sandwich. People whose mothers were working were able to come over to the Thibodeau house and grab a sandwich and maybe a piece of fruit at lunchtime. Our neighborhoods were places where we didn't have Fences that divided the lots. People ran across the lot, and when they knew that there was a sandwich available, people are more than happy to make sure that children had a sandwich and something cold to drink. One time, my friend Buster Hankey came over. Buster hadn't had a haircut for a while, and his hair was was long and blowing in the wind. And my mother said, "Buster." You need a haircut. I know, Mrs. Thibodeau, he said, but my mom hasn't had time to give me one. Well, she said, sit down, I'll cut your hair. My mother was a beautician, and so she shared her gifts abundantly, sent Buster home after a new haircut, and Buster's mom called and said, oh, thank you, Janine. We haven't had time to get to the to the, the barber shop. I'm so glad you cut Buster's hair. He looks much better now. And my mother smiled. Could you imagine that today? cutting the hair of one of your friend's children and sending them home. What a great gift that would be, and yet we are so hesitant because do we know our neighbors that well? Do we trust them for being hospitable to our children? Well, my brother got up to speak and said, Mother was always hospitable. You're always welcome at our house. After my father died, my mother would be out there at the post, at the, at the mailbox, making sure that the postman got a cup of coffee. If he'd stop, she'd invite him in. If, what, when the man came to check the electrical box to see how much electricity she had used for the month, he always got a couple of cookies. You were always welcomed at my mother's house. She opened her house to, to young students who were going to the technical school across the street, young women who didn't have a place to live and needed a place for a room. This is before Airbnb. She just opened up her house, and she did their laundry, and she packed them lunches. She couldn't help herself to be hospitable. This is who she had always been. What she had learned from her mother, and her mother had learned from her mother while living on the farm. But then my brother looked at all of us and said, you know, hospitality, 
is predicated on generosity. You will not be hospitable to other people unless you have a generous spirit. How important it is to give each other, to make space in our calendar, to give each other time for a conversation, a listening ear. A generous spirit said, do you have a minute? And you say, most certainly, and you sit down and a half hour later, you're exchanging stories with each other. A generous spirit, to be generous with our patience, generous with our listening, generous with our kindness, generous with our thoughtfulness. I cannot be hospitable unless I have nurtured a generous spirit. And my mother had a generous spirit. And then he looked at the grandkids and he said, you know, every year grandma would say, how much can I afford to give the grandkids? Because she's on a fixed income and I was taking care of her finances, I knew she didn't have much. And I'd say, well, mother, you can give me each $5. And then he said this, but grandma would always say, can I give him 20 And then he said, you notice, you always got 20 Grandma couldn't help herself to be generous. Generous with what we've been given. Generous with our time and our patience. Generous with what we have, sharing it with others. The generosity, again, of the Polish people opened their homes to mothers and children who have no place to live, who have left their fathers, their brothers and sons back in Ukraine to fight a war that they didn't start. But the hospitality gives them strength to avoid the hostility that they've been exposed to. And finally, he said, Generosity is predicated on gratitude. You will not be generous unless you begin to recognize that everything you have is a gift. Our time is a gift. Our thoughtfulness is our gift. Our willingness to listen to another, particularly a stranger, is a gift. Our willingness to break bread with somebody else, to make them a meal, would you like a sandwich? Isn't extraordinary when I would stop home, my mother would say, are you hungry? I would say no, so she'd make me a sandwich. Had I said I was hungry, she'd made a whole meal. She couldn't help herself to but because become, be generous because she believed that everything that she had was a gift. And the great gift of her love and hospitality are gifts that I treasure for a lifetime. And my brother went on to say that mother was grateful for everything. She was on a fixed income, and when she'd go to the store and she'd see a piece of meat marked down, she'd buy a nice steak, and she'd go home and she'd call a friend because who wants to have a steak dinner by themselves? She was driving downtown, and she'd see an empty parking space in front of the dollar store, and she thought God had arranged for her to go shopping, and so she was so grateful. Any time that she got a bargain, she had a call and let us know. She'd be going to rummage sales, and she'd find something. And they'd say, oh, I was just thinking of you, and I got a real good price on this. What do you think? Well, Mother, it was all gift. All gift. In the last months of her life, when she's suffering from heart failure, she had a roll of masking tape on her kitchen table, just like my grandma had done. And you'd walk in and she'd say, now, please tell me, what what would you like? She said, I don't have much stuff left, but I don't want your kids fighting over any of my stuff. What would you like? And she, you'd tell her and she'd write your name on a piece of uh, masking tape and put that masking tape on the back of the item so there would be no quarrels. Everybody knew what they were getting from mother. She said to me, Tom, what would you like? And I said, well, Mother, you got in the living room there, you got those two nice little black chairs that I've always kind of liked. Oh, she said, I know you like those. I'm giving those to Mark. 
my brother. I laughed. I got her dishes. See, it was all gift. All gift. Hospitality, generosity, gratitude. Gifts for a lifetime. The companies and organizations send billions of dollars on customer service each and every day. And I dare say all we have to do is treat people like you were treated when you came to your mom's house. Treat people like your grandma did when she'd go run to the kitchen and get coffee and cookies no matter what time you stopped. There was always time to make space for the guest. Always time for a conversation. Always time to listen. Always time to make a new friend. Always time to be hospitable and therefore to keep hostility at bay. Hospitality, the great gift that we give to each other each and every day. Our thanks to Tom Thibodeau for today's message. Tom, a distinguished professor of servant leadership at Viterbo University. And for archive podcasts and more on-demand programs, and for more on the professional development for today's dairy producer, head to PDPW's free website at pdpw.org. Until next time, have a safe and productive week.